and we are now live. All right. Cassidy, thank you for joining me today. Um, an absolute pleasure to host you. Thanks, Jay. Glad to be here. Yeah, uh, that's always good news. I thought you might just turn on and be like, eh, yeah, you kind of forced me to come on. I couldn't be bothered, but hey, you know. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I've been looking forward to it. You know, it's kind of hard for us to match times and um, we had some technical difficulties, but we made it. <laughs> Um, so for people that might not know about you, um, tell them about your background and kind of your journey to, to where you're at now. Um, so I have been an athlete basically my whole life. Um, but I, uh, I kind of got into, uh, jujitsu because I was doing bodybuilding and, um, looking for something kind of in my off season to keep me active, to, um, basically keep me from getting, from gaining a bunch of weight whenever I was in between bodybuilding shows. So, so I picked up, uh, jujitsu, um, just because I, I had been an athlete my whole life and I wanted something to compete in, keep that competitive spirit going, um, off seasons, whenever your, uh, bodybuilding can be long. And, and I, I just, I wanted to stay active. So, so I, I didn't think much of it. I didn't really know what I was getting into. I don't think you ever do when you get into jujitsu, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and it, and I ended up leaving bodybuilding for, for jujitsu ultimately. So it was a, it was a good pickup for me. Perfect. Um, so fundamentally kind of what really started you on that journey? Like obviously you went from the bodybuilding to jujitsu outcomes. You just decided no more bodybuilding. I'm going with jujitsu all in what kind of made that decision? Um, well, there, well, I, I won my pro card in bodybuilding. So I, um, I, I won the, my, my goal when I was bodybuilding was to go pro and I, and I, I accomplished that goal and going beyond that, um, on the pro level, you really have to be willing to do some things that I just wasn't willing to do to, to go any further in that industry. Um, as far as supplementation and, and things to my body. So, so I decided, um, and I had already been doing some jujitsu and I'd done a couple of competitions and really enjoyed it. And so I felt like I had an out, I'd, I'd accomplished my goal in bodybuilding and I didn't feel like I wanted to, um, pursue anything else, um, in that field. So, and I, and I had found a new thing that I was kind of excited about. So it was really easy transition for me. It was an easy decision. Yeah. Um, what advice would you give to, say, some someone quite new in the sense of how long maybe they should wait until they compete in a competition? Because I've always kind of wondered that myself. Oh, um, I don't... I think that that is a very individualized um, question and answer personally for me. I think I only trained for, like, maybe four weeks and I, and I signed up for a Naga. I don't know if you'll have Naga tournaments um, over where you, you guys are at across the pond over there. I don't even know. Um, but we have, we have a, no, um, it's a, it's an organization over here. Um, and there's a lot of them. They have a lot of tournaments. And so I signed up for my first Naga tournament. Uh, I don't even honestly, I think it's national association, national american grappling association i think that's what it stands for <laughs> i was like now that i think about it i don't even not even sure i know what that stands for i think it's not na uh, national american 
grappling association, maybe. Anyway, I signed up for for this Naga tournament in Gi and no Gi. I'd been training for about four weeks, and I won gold in both. Now, I was a white belt, pro bodybuilder, and I was super strong. There was zero technique here. Like, you know, like four weeks, like you don't know anything. I didn't know anything. I had no clue what I was doing. Literally before I walked out on the mat, my coach showed me the takedown that they wanted me to do, the submission they wanted me to use, and step-by-step told me what to do. And I just did that. And because uh, of my sheer strength and athleticism, I was able to, to accomplish that. Um, but I, I think that that was not a normal situation and a normal, you know, I don't think that's a standardized white belt uh, situation. I think I, I just kind of got to skip the line a little bit and, and I just totally used strength and, you know, you don't, once you get into jujitsu, you realize that eventually you have to let that go and learn and learn the techniques. Yeah. <laughs> so, so my situation was a little bit different. Um, I always encourage people to just do it. I don't think waiting is going to help. I mean, you know, you go in there, if you lose, you lose, uh, you know, but you, you get that fear, that first competition fear. You're always going to have that. You learn the ropes, you learn how weigh-ins and signups and you go through all that stuff and, the, and the, those nerves and even if you lost your first tournament you kind of got all that stuff out of the way so then whenever you get a little bit more experience under your belt um you know and you go sign up again you you know how to do all that part then you can just focus on your techniques and the, the new uh techniques that you've learned and the you know the new takedowns you know and the you get to focus on the mind so i i think that um but I think everyone's different. You know, we, I, I talk to people, I, I talk to the white belts a lot about this and try to encourage them to, to compete. There's just this weird, they're like, I don't think I'm ready. There are three or four stripe white belts. I don't think I'm ready. I'm like, you, you are, you know, you're never going to be completely ready. You just have to go do it. So, um, but some people don't even want to compete, which is completely blows my mind. Um, you know, that they, they just do it for, I don't know what they do it for <laughs> to, to just stay, stay active or for self-defense. I mean, there's a lot of reasons to do jujitsu. Um, I come from a very competitive nature. So like, it's hard for me to, to do anything. I mean, like if, if we're eating, we're having it, who's going to eat this faster. Um, for tying our shoes, it is a race. Mm. So, so everything's competitive for me. So it's hard for me to, <laughs> to look at it, anything, any other way. No, that makes sense. I mean, um, for myself, obviously, I'm kind of, I've got quite a competitive mindset as well. And I was thinking, should I just, I mean, I've only been going, I don't know, 12 weeks maybe. But I was thinking, maybe I should just jump in, get some experience, like you said, to get all that signing up stuff out of the way, understand Absolutely. those parts. So then I can kind of just, I guess it's just competition experience, right? Like just learning mm -hmm. little bits and bobs, and then from there, you're only going to progress and get better. Uh, yes, and, and and you learn what it feels like. Like rolling in class and um, competition is just different. Your adrenaline's different. Your strength is different. Your lung capacity is different. Your grips burn out way faster because you don't realize that you are 
you're you're using a lot more uh, like adrenaline and and there's just there's something different that only somebody who has competed um understands and every time i'm like why why are my grips so tired like why why does this happen and why doesn't it happen in class and it, they're really just <coughs> it's when you're when you're competing than whenever you're rolling even even when you think you're going completely 100 in class it's different so no, I, I can imagine that as well because i'm quite um like relaxed when when i roll in class and i know for a fact as soon as the lights come on i'd be like yeah 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 100 miles per hour and be like, oh <laughs> shit what's going on here but yeah it's uh yeah it's relatable to an extent do you ever like do you ever roll with somebody and they um they like you're expecting like this easy roll like you're like okay we're gonna like ease into this and they just come at you 100 and you're like oh all right it's gonna be like that today <laughs> and so you kind of have to like really quick like turn it on Did, has that happened to you yet yeah no that's happened maybe to me. not yeah no yeah because yeah. i i tell so, the experienced people when i'm with them like I'm just like, just go 100% on me, like, because it's the way I want to learn. Like, I choke mm -hmm. me out as many times as you can, please, because I just, yeah. you know, that's the only way I'm going to learn. Like, I learn from my own mistakes in that, and also I that's how I watch they too. move. You know, I get bored otherwise yep. if they're going. Like, I know they're good, and it's like you're going easy on me. Like, no, come on, like, give it to me. I want it. I want yeah. it. <laughs> yep, I get frustrated whenever I, I used to get frustrated when people went easy on me. I don't. I'm sure that the the uh, the guys, you know, they they are good about applying proper pre pressure and and weight distribution, hmm. but um, I think they they for the most part, um, well, no, they definitely go have to go easy on me because <laughs> I roll with some killers, but but um, but they do a good job at making me work at least really hard, um, and I and I try I try to give them hell. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that I do, but I try really hard to give them hell. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I'm sure. Um, you do. <clears throat> um. So, were you good from like day one, or like is in natural talent, or was it something that took you like a long time to push across? Do you feel like you had that kind of natural edge because you were competitive and things like that, and you absorbed it quicker? Uh, I think I'm still trying to get good. <laughs> um. So, you know, I'm, I'm, ext I'm extremely athletic and I, I always have been, um, but, and it's, I, I started at a very young age playing. I mean, I've played soccer, basketball, volleyball, I ran track, cross country. Um, I played everything in high school. I, I played roller derby for a while, uh, literally traveled around the country playing roller derby and then I was bodybuilding. So I've always been an athlete. Um, so I'm a fast learner. Um, and that combined with, uh, you know, a lot of strength and, and I'm very flexible, very flexible. Um, I think that that, uh, those things made me good, um, to start the strength really helped a lot from the beginning. And, and because I'd been bodybuilding, I, it wasn't as flexible when I first started, but it came back really fast. Um, so I wouldn't say I was good at jujitsu. You can't be like, you just don't know, but, but I had a head start, I think, um, for most people, uh, and for a female, uh, for sure, because I'm stronger than most females. 
especially my age. I'm 40. Most people don't know that. So I, I am a little older, uh, but I, I compete. It's like my super fights, you know, I'm typically, sometimes I'm double the age of the, the girls that I'm competing against. So, um, so for my age and, and, uh, and, uh, size, I'm, I feel like I've got a little bit of an advantage and I had, and I have from the beginning now, you know, as you, as you get higher and further advanced, that stuff kind of goes away and, and somebody with technique will still beat you every time. So you really, you know, you really have to focus on the technique. It, it matters. It, it's everything. Yeah. Does that so, motivate you a little bit as well with like when you go on the mat as someone, you know, 20, 20 year old and you're like, okay, right, let's go. Does that like give you a little bit more motivation at all? Uh, you know, this is something that I've struggled with right now. Um, no, cause I have an 18 year old <laughs> and so it is competing with the, the younger girls has been really a big struggle for me. It is really hard for me to really go hard with them. Cause you know, cross facing a young girl, knowing that like there's potential to, you know, bust her lip or break her nose or, you know, arm barring somebody and really having to pull on it, uh, choking a young girl. Th these are just young girls to me. They're kids to me. My, my son's 18 years old. They are, they are just kids to me. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know that they, they are yet able to understand the, um, the, uh, what, what their, their decision-making isn't, quite they're not old enough to understand the repercussions of their decisions yeah. <laughs> uh so so I, I it's hard for me to you know i know i have to and i know it's part of it and I'm, i know that they cho choose to be there but man like what it's it's kind of like thinking of watching my my son up there with grown ass men mm. just beating on it you know it would be really hard it's hard to watch that and not be a little disgruntled, like, hey, he's just a kid, like, come on, you know? And yeah. so I feel that way a little bit whenever I compete against these young girls. And so I, it's hard. But then, you know, you go to these tournaments and you feel the wrath of these young girls. I mean, I, I competed against a, a, actually a Gracie Baja uh, young lady, She's a collegiate powerlifter, I believe. She's beast. She's great at jujitsu. She's super strong. I think she's like 20 years old. And I mean, I couldn't do she she controlled most of the the fight and, and ended up beating me on points. Um and you know, I, I pulled guard because I didn't want to, I don't know. You know, it's just like my your decision making, it changes the the choices that you make in those moments that really matter. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't want to take her down and slam. I didn't want to land all my weight on her. And, you know, I, this was the first time I had competed against her. And now in hindsight, after like feeling the wrath of her, like she about killed me. Yeah. She definitely could have taken a couple <laughs> takedowns. <laughs> so, you know, you can't help but feel that way. So I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough knowing what to do with these these young girls, you know. And they, some of them have been competing their whole life. Like they've been doing jujitsu their whole life. I've I've only been a blue belt for a year, 
you know, they, we're, we're at that weird spot as blue belts where these, these kids uh, can't get their blue belt until they turn 16. And then they can't compete as adults until they turn, I believe, 18. I could be wrong on that, but I'm thinking maybe they have to wait. And so you have these people that have been competing in jujitsu for a long time. Um, and then, you know, they, they, they stay blue belts for a while so that they can compete as blue belts at worlds and things. So you get white belt and blue belt can be kind of tricky in the adult division, especially for someone my age <laughs> and, and you have, you have some really different, you can get some really mi mixed levels, people that have been competing for a really, really long time versus some people that really are truly brand new to the sport. Uh, so it's kind of difficult to differentiate on that. Yeah. Um, so I struggle knowing where to, where I should be. If I stay in the master's division, then I'll truly be with people who have been competing about the same amount of time as me. If they're a blue belt, you know, they, they can't have been, they're not a child prodigy that, you know, has been competing for 10 years. <laughs> and I've come, there's a, there's a young girl named Mona Bailey here in Texas. And I mean, these these kids are just, they're outstanding. It's, it's beautiful. The, these Tackett kids, there's these Tackett boys here that compete and man, they're just, it, it's phenomenal to see and scary, man. Like you, you think you're doing really good and then you see these young kids and you're like, I don't know anything. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's beautiful away, and right? scary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so what like motivates you and pushes you for, pushes you forward? Like, is it that, just that competitive mindset that you've got to try and be at the top of your game. Um, I think, yeah, uh, new knowledge, understanding the unknown, breaking, um, breaking down. It's kind of just, it's kind of like a puzzle. So I kind of like to think of it that way, like, you know, acquiring new puzzle pieces or do you remember that the, the, the game Zelda, yeah. like you make it, did you ever play Zelda? Like you make it through the different stages and then you get, you know, you unlock new doors, like new levels in a video game. And so that's kind of what jujitsu is to me. It's like, I'll, I'll unlock this new level. And it's like, now I can do all these new things once I have this new tool. Um, so I feel like, uh, you know, comp competition is the tool I use to measure um, how I'm, how I'm doing, if I'm getting better and um, you know, I have really amazing teammates and, and professors and coaches that inspire me and motivate me daily um, and encourage me to, to get better and to fix, you know, my problems and my, the holes in my game. So, so I have, I feel like I get it from a lot of places and then I, you know, I own a gym and I have a lot of people that I train and they kind of follow my, my jujitsu journey. So I get a lot of just like people that I see daily that encourage me. So I get it from a lot of different places. I'm really lucky, I think, in that aspect. Yeah, nice. I think that's good to have sort of, um, you know, a following in that world, but also in it's kind of appeals to your own mindset as well. Puzzle, you know, trying to, yes. trying to work something out. And uh, I find that that's what appeals to me. I'm just like, oh, someone will wrap me up and I'm like, how did this happen? Hold on a minute. Let's let's rewind. Mm -hmm. Show me and show me how to get out of here. Yeah. yeah. Please, can you? Can yep. you just do I that do. Again? I'm like. Can I... 
I'm like, go ahead and finish that out. And then can you back up and show me how, how we did, <laughs> how we got there and how I get out. <laughs> um, so who has been sort of maybe your biggest idol within the BJJ world in the sense of, you know, someone you look at or whatever, or, or who kind of inspired you to, to really try and crack on with this and develop your skills even Ooh, biggest idol. So, I mean, you know, <clears throat> I have to go back. This this is going to sound. Uh, don't don't make fun of me. UFC. I think I think my my original probably the reason I originally went to and so the original gym that I went to to try out jujitsu was Guy Metzger's gym because I lived in Dallas. Um, but you know, back when. Um, Back when I apologize for that. Don't know how to make that stop. Um, back when uh, the Ultimate Fighters came out and UFC was really big, um, you know the Forrest Griffin, Stephen Bonners, Josh Koscheck, Matt Serra, uh, Diego Sanchez, Kenny Florian. Um, I mean, you know those guys were were in the but they were doing they were grappling and i thought it was really interesting and i saw it and you know i never i never really i liked striking i love striking i have done some striking but but i really thought the grappling aspect was very interesting and i think that's probably what brought me to jujitsu and, and made me want to try it to begin with you know i i wasn't really keen on the idea of getting punched in the face over and over and over uh, as cool as it sounds and as cool as it looks, um, you know, right. <laughs> uh, the, well, yeah. And the, the brain damage thing is kind of like, probably was the big turnoff to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, so, I, so that was really what in, intrigued me about it. And those, those are probably the, the guys that I, I saw and I was like, man, they're doing something, you know, they can strike, but this grappling thing, what, what are they doing? And, and when you dug, you know, when you dug deep into it, the Diaz, but you, you dug into it and you saw like, oh, it's jujitsu. Uh, and then I wanted to know more. So, so that, those are probably the people that, that made me interested in it yeah. originally. Do you, um, do you still watch the UFC at the moment regularly or? Yes. Okay. Oh yeah, man. I'm a nerd. I, uh, I'm either watching jujitsu. I'm watching you know, I, I'm, I, I have a flow grappling account. Um, I should probably have stock in them. I'm, I watch judo. <laughs> I have a judo account. I'm either watching judo or, or wrestling on flow wrestling, or I'm on flow grappling, watching the, you know, whatever tournaments are that weekend. So I'm constantly, it's probably super annoying for the people in my life because I'm always, always watching grappling, um, of some sort grappling or wrestling or ufc you know we're always uh, at ufc we're either going to fights or we're somewhere watching the fights or i'm trying to figure out where we're going to watch the fight or how we're going to download the fight uh, we'll be at dinner and i am literally we're at a fancy dinner in like a five-star restaurant and i will literally have it on my phone on the table don't i don't care how fancy the restaurant is so yeah 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 i do watch it all the time do you find yourself <laughs> thinking to yourself um Oh well, they're in that position. Maybe they should try and do this. Like I would do this if I was being put like that. 
yeah, uh, uh, I think you can't help it once you know, like once you know and see, start to see the positions, uh, you can't help but start to try to analyze and break it down and and sort sort through it, the what you could do and what. Now, um, you know, I think some people have the ability to coach. <laughs> I'm not one of those people. Like, um, I mean, I, I can and I do. I try to help whenever I can. You know, they ask me to help every now and then with the teens class and I'll come in and help. Uh, but I, you know, that there's a, like a special gift that people have to be able to sideline coach and do a really good job and be like, Hey, take your right hand and put it over their left shoulder. Cause when they say stuff like that to me, I'm thinking, I literally have to sit there in my head and be like, you know, the like trick where you're like, where's your left hand yeah. L literally <laughs> that goes through my head. <laughs> so if I can't figure out which right hand is my right hand, I can't be trying to tell someone which foot is their right foot, their left foot and over the other person's right foot. Like, I don't know how they do it. It's pretty, it's brilliant and amazing to me. And there's a special gift that those people have. And I've not acquired, I, I just feel like maybe I haven't unlocked that stage of my jujitsu. <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. there. Uh, um, someday, someday I'll, I'll get there. So what would you say has been your sort of biggest achievements within Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Well, um, so in 2019, my goals uh, were very simple and clear. I wanted to win uh, Gi Worlds and No Gi Worlds, and um, and that's what I did. Um, I... And I did the Houston, well, I, I actually, every tournament that I did last year, I won gold in every, everything that I, that I, um, competed in. Um, so that was a really, 2019 was a really great year for me. Now, you know, you do that and that was really awesome and it was really exciting. And then you do it. And then this year it's kind of like, what, am, what am I supposed to do this year now? Like, what is my, um, because I'm still blue belt. And in and, and IBJJF, you have to be a blue belt for a certain amount of time before you can, if you, like, even if I were to, to go to purple belt now, I think I couldn't compete. Uh, so it would be kind of pointless for me. So um, not that I'm a purple belt, because I, I think I'm right where I'm definitely where I need to be yeah. <laughs> at blue belt. There's, I still have some stuff to accomplish. So, um, but yeah, last year, my, my goals were to, to win both Gi and No Gi Worlds in, in the same year. And, and I did that. Now I did those that in the master's division. Um, and so I kind of played around a little bit this year and, and feel around in the adult division and, and, and talking through some of it, I'm still kind of like unsure on what I want to do with that because it really is a whole different animal and it's a, it's a lot of changes for me. And, you know, it's a big age, age difference. And I think I'm, I'm really struggling, like I said, with the, idea of competing against the young young girls yeah. and you don't get to decide or choose the age and i really struggle with that and i feel like it really changes my decision making and the matches and so i don't feel like my best me is out there mm. uh sometimes whenever i get these really young girls and so it's hard um and i can't seem to overcome that that mind block yeah i mean it makes so, sense so i i think maybe masters at least masters one is the better place for me yeah i mean it makes sense with the with the age thing as well because obviously if you think about it you're like i'm old enough to be your mother and i really want to yeah kind of 
do this, but I don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Andy, you know, if there's a big difference in a 40 year old body and a 20 year old body. And I think when you're 30 and you hear people say that you're like, you're just being a wuss. But when you get to be 40, it's a whole, you like really start. I think when you get to be about 35, you really start to feel it. And you're like, man, they were lying. Like they're really, something really does change. <laughs> you really do start feeling things and you're like, this is happening. Like I really am going to get old right now. Um, it's weird. Yeah. You start feeling these joints and things that people were talking about. You're like, I remember whenever I was younger, people said stuff and I was like, yeah, I, th I think you're just being a, a P word, you know, <laughs> Becky, I think you're, I think you can just suck it up a little bit. Yeah. And now Becky was right. Like it really does suck getting old. So so do you prefer um, ghee or no ghee and sort of why? Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't have a preference. Uh, I, I like them both. I think they're both necessary. I think they, um, I, I think that they uh, both help you, help you. Um, I think ghee complements no ghee and vice versa. I think the no ghee training complements Gi training when you don't have a grip, uh, having no gi experience really allows you to to supplement. If you can't get a grip, you would you know you use ankles and feet and and grips that you would use a no gi because if you can't get a lapel or a um, you know sleeve or or pant leg, you have no gi experience. So you you know how to manage not being able to grab a hold of the gi. Um, and in nogi, um, I, you know, I think that um, it's harder probably going from a gi into nogi and not having those grips. I came from a nogi only background, mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, my my first year and a half of jujitsu was nogi only for the most part. Uh, well, pretty much all of it was nogi only. So um, I went from no gi only into a gi. And I think that's the easier way to go. I think it's harder if you come from gi only and then you start trying to implement no gi because you're so used to always having the, the gi to grab. So, but I, I think they really do complement each, each other very well. And I think, you know, as far as self defense, it's definitely necessary to know both. Yeah. I mean, I, so. I'm training in um, no gi at the moment, but obviously I want to start picking up gi as well because. Apparently, it's a whole different ball game, you know, in the sense of it, sparring and stuff like that. And I haven't experienced it. Absolutely, it, so is. it's like, slower. Geese faster, harder, sloppier. It's like sweaty and like slippery. Hmm. Uh, no gi is frustrating. I mean, gi is frustrating because you can be like held and pulled and like it's slower and like somebody's like holding you against your will and then they choke you with your own gi and it really pisses you off <laughs> whenever you're just used to no gi <laughs> the first time you get choked with your own gi or like someone just pins you down and holds you with your gi it really pisses you off like the first time i ever trained in a gi I was like, I am never putting one of those things on again. <laughs> I absolutely hated it. And I wanted to start swinging. Like it made me want to punch people. I was so mad. I remember. 
Um, but now I love my ghee. It just you just have to learn it, and you have to be patient. No, that's um, I think for me it's going to be the the step in the sense of because obviously the club I'm at only runs a certain amount of no ghee sessions and quite a lot of ghee sessions, and so I want to kind of that's get, typical. Yeah, you know, I want to get get the most out of it. Do you know what I mean? And learn the most I can, and the I want to get good. You know, at some point maybe in like 10 years. I don't know, something like that, you know, 10 years time, I might be half decent, maybe. I'm not sure. It takes some time for sure. (laughs) Um, So how do you manage your time? Because obviously, like you said, you've, you know, you've got um, your own business with personal training, family stuff. You know, how do you sort of balance it all out? Um, Well, luckily, because I, um, own my business. I, and I'm a personal trainer. I get to, uh, you know, build my own schedule. Um, so I, I feel I'm blessed and lucky to, to be able to do that. And I think like anything that, you know, truly matters to you, you, you just, you make it happen. You prioritize, you get up earlier, you go to bed later, just find a way. Mm. Um, you know, you, I said, I, I, I'm lucky and I get to pick my schedule. I don't have a nine to five where I have to be to work at this time to this time. So I can, you know, I can work around the jujitsu schedule um, where they have different classes. They have morning classes and noon classes and evening classes. So if I can't get it in first thing in the morning, I can go to noon class. If I don't get it and then I can go to the evening classes. So, and I think most jujitsu schools have multiple classes per day that give you options. Yeah. No, I think it's a nice so. thing. Nice little touch. That's why I quite like it as you know, martial arts or hobby, if someone wants to do it for a hobby or whatever, is that it has many times you can attend. Whereas like, you know, like football, like football training's at seven o'clock in the evening, you know, or whatever. And it's kind of like that time and you're like, oh, I can't make it. Well, then you can't play. You're like, oh, great. Yep. And as well yep. as you can train as much as you want, you know, you could do three sessions in a day if you've got a day off. It's, it's beautiful. Yep. Um, have you got anything to add by the way? Cause I know you're short on time in the sense of you, you've got things to do with uh, the rest of your day. Um, so yeah, if you've got anything to add, um, feel free to, and if you want to advertise yourself and where people can find you and contact you if they want, um, the floor is yours. Um, well, my name is Cassidy Welch. Um, my Instagram is Cassidy Welch, uh, underscore IFBB pro believe um and I'm, I'm on facebook it's one s cassidy with one s um i'm pretty easy to find i don't think i'm one of those that are really difficult um i don't really have much to i don't have to advertise myself <laughs> um I'm, i am fighting at third coast grappling uh tomorrow night uh friday that's january 31st at scout bar in webster texas it's right outside of houston um and then after that, I'll be fighting at um, the Houston Open, um, IBJJF, and then uh, heading to Pan Pan American. So um, hopefully, I'll see some of you guys out there. Fingers um, crossed, right? I look forward to it. That's cool. Yes. And, uh, I'll um, mm-hmm. I'll link your account details and so on in the um, video description, anyways. But it's been an absolute pleasure to to host you. Um, and I'll just chat Thanks, with you Jay. for like 30 seconds off stream, if that's okay. Perfect. Thank yeah. you. All right, let's end it there then. Thank you for coming on.